Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to I almost said YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Mindset Magic and Manifestation Podcast with your girl. It's me, it's I, Michaela J, teaching you how to manifest your next level lux life. We're back with another episode. I'm posting this one early just because I feel inspired to. It's the last week of the year. I want you guys to start your week off with some good motivation and some things to think about as you move through the rest of your week, even though this is going to be applicable at all times of the year. So this this is an episode you'll probably want to save and come back to every month, especially at the end of the month, because we are talking about how to keep going to the finish line. But before we dive into all of that, we have our life update of the week and our sponsor. So let's dive in. And I have a couple of things that I want to say in the life update. So I just came back literally this morning from a weekend in Arizona, which was so lovely for Christmas. Um, I went to visit my boyfriend's family with him and we met in Arizona and went to their vacation house and it was super lovely and just really relaxing. Like I felt so domestic, <laughs> kind of like a little like a little housewife vibe. We like sat on the back, back patio and like cracked open pecans and then like cooked dinner for his family. It was it was just really lovely and I feel so rejuvenated and it reminded me of how good life feels when we take a couple of days away from our phones. You know, I wasn't really on my phone. I might've popped on my phone a couple of times to text people back or answer any phone calls, but that was really it. I didn't spend a lot of time scrolling. Um, the holidays are particularly triggering for me. So I don't like to get on social media too much during that and like see everybody's family because sometimes I start to compare myself and I know that. So we just avoid social media (laughs) and, um, But the whole trip was just great because I felt so unplugged. I felt really present. I felt really relaxed. It was really just like an awesome time. So I just, I highly, highly, highly encourage you guys over the weekends to unplug from your phone. I think it's really good for your mental health. So one thing about the trip was I was really nervous because I kind of struggle with talking to quote unquote normal people. You guys know I, I live and breathe like spirituality and manifestation and like quantum physics and all these really weird and strange topics for some people. And so when I'm in a room full of basically strangers that I think are normal because I don't yet know them, I get a little nervous and I don't know how to talk to people. Like I suddenly forget every word in my brain. And I actually bought a book a couple of months ago to help with this because I knew I was having some events where I would need to meet new people coming up. And it has been like my social Bible, basically. And it's called How to Talk to Anyone, 92 Little Tricks for Big Success in Relationships. And it covers like every 
scenario. The first part is all about body language, which is great. And then there's a whole chapter on what did what to do after saying hi, like how to make small talk and how to take small talk into a deep, intimate conversation, how to make anybody feel um, like the star of the room, right? Like it gives you so many different tips and ways to just talk to people to make them feel special and make you feel connected and not feel like you're pulling teeth. So I'm going to link for this for you guys in the show notes. It has been so good. I have gotten to use these techniques with people and my conversations have improved immensely. So I was really happy about that. I have used these techniques in a couple of different scenarios now. So I can really say that um, it's tried and true what they say in this book. So I wanted to recommend that to you guys. And then one last random life update that I just feel like everybody needs to know about. I It's so random. It's a product that I want to um, suggest or recommend to you guys. It's this body scrub that I got at Target. And you guys know I love a spa moment. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm at the Michaela J. It's always linked in the show notes. I take bath ritual or do bath rituals all the time, at least once a week. And I love to put up my bath tray put water in like a wine glass. We have a candle going. We have bubbles. We have bath salts. We have the whole thing. And I decided I wanted to take it to the next level. So I got this sugar scrub at Target and I think everybody on earth needs it. Like it smells so good. I literally feel like I'm in a spa. My skin was so soft after using it and it's from Target and it was like six bucks. So this is, if you listen to the really old podcast episodes, when I talked about spiritual splurges, this is one you need to go get. It's by the brand Tree Hut and it's the Shea Sugar Scrub in Moroccan Rose. Just go to Target, look at the bath aisle. It's pink. It's cute. Moroccan Rose. It smells so fucking good, and I think you need it. I think every bougie bitch needs it. <laughs> and I thought that that was an update that we needed, that we were required to have on the podcast today. <laughs> and our sponsor for the week is the Next Level Content Creation Workshop, Becoming the Queen of Vibe Content. I'm so excited about this. I talked to you guys about it last week, I think, on the podcast. This is a live workshop I am teaching literally on Wednesday, the 29th at 5 p.m. PST. You can get the replay, of course, and if you can't make it live, you'll have access to that replay forever. But one thing I am really keen to teach about this week is how to make game-changing and industry-changing content. You know, I just launched my documentary and that went along with one of my programs. So not only do I get to bring more awareness to my YouTube channel, not only do I get to um, acquire new skills like editing a documentary and creating a whole like motion picture for people. It also goes with my business and it also helps me sell things in a way that's very different from other people. And this is where we really start to stand out as business owners. So I'm going to be talking about that process, my creative process, how to never run out of content, what I'm doing in 2022. Uh, that's really going to be game changing, industry changing, all the things and I'm spilling my secrets with you. It's going to be so fun. It's $111. I will have the link in the show notes for you. Or of course, you can message me on Instagram at the Michaela J and we can get started. Uh, but with all that being said, let's jump into the episode. Let's talk about how to keep going to the finish line. So I was inspired to create this because I was thinking about it while I was on the plane this morning that in the last week of the year, a lot of people 
are slowing down, right? We're post-Christmas. You're like, I ate a lot of food. I opened a lot of presents. Now I got to put things away. Like maybe you're getting back to work. Maybe you have work off, right? It's just a weird in-between transition part of the year. And I noticed two things. I noticed one, people either check out for the rest of the year or two, people go into planning mode for the rest of the year. So they spend this whole week just boiling down and looking at their vision and looking at their goals. What did they accomplish? What did they not? Whatever. Um, And I can do an episode on Friday of like how I reflect on the year, if that's something you guys are interested in. But I find that both of those are a little bit lackluster. Like if you are spending the week just kind of like checking out, that's a whole week that we could have been building habits. We could have been building momentum. We could have been hitting more goals that we just kind of sat around because it's the end of the year and it's like an in-between. Like you don't have to treat it like that. And then for the planning people who just spend the whole week in planning zone, you know, you can actually do all of that in like two hours or less. Like planning does not need to take an entire week. And one thing that Ed Milet talks about, um, I can't remember if he said this in the program that I'm in with him or on a podcast, but he said that the most successful people treat every day as if it's like three whole days. And so I think he's talking about this on his podcast where he treats like 6 a.m. to noon as one day, noon to 6 p.m. as the second day, and 6 p.m. to midnight as the third day. And so he fills that up to get the most done and really maximize his life. And in some of those quote-unquote days, there's family time in the evening for dinner. The mornings are filled with your rituals, right? But just think about how much more you would get done if you packed your day kind of in this way. And the point I am making to bring this up is your planning could be a part of your 6 p.m. to midnight, right? You could check out of work at 6 p.m. You could take some time, take two hours to plan out your 2022 and then like make dinner and have your evening and do your rituals and stuff. It doesn't need to take all week. I want to marry these two things together. Like I want you to sit down and do your planning and do your reflecting and all of that because it's super important, but I don't want you to just drop the ball on the rest of the year just because it's the last week of the month. And this is applicable for any month of the year. And why I said at the beginning, this is an episode you're going to want to listen to at the end of every month. We set these big goals, whether it's for the year or mainly for the month. And once it hits like the 15th of the month, a lot of people start to check out. They're like, there's not enough time left. There's no way I'm going to hit this goal. I haven't made enough progress. And they just automatically assume that they're going to lose. That like, they're just not going to hit the goals. And I think that's bullshit because you still have half a month left. You still have like 15 days. That is so much time. Anything could change in a single moment. And when we have this mindset of like, oh, it's too late, I've wasted too much time, haven't, you know, made enough progress, we're really in this downward spiral and that's when our shadow thoughts start winning. They start to get control over us. And one of the most powerful things that I've practiced this whole year is constantly reminding myself, there's so much time left. There's so much time left. There's so much time left. There's so much time left to hit your money goals this week. There's so much time left to hit fitness goals, right? Or at least be building those fitness habits to hit those goals in January. There's so much time left for you to finish two books this week. There's so much time left for you to apply for that new job, apply for that apartment, finish decorating your apartment if finishing the decor in your place was a goal this year, right? 
and we just write it off like we don't have the time and that's bullshit. I also don't believe in time. Like time is a construct. It's not like this concrete real thing. Like of course, like there's day and night, but like we can expand and speed up and slow down time. So when you're writing things off of, I don't have enough time, you're automatically speeding up the rest of your month and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You then don't have enough time because you're wasting all your time (laughs) thinking about that. So anyways, I think it's so important for us to check in with ourselves, especially the last week of the month, and just think like, okay, it's fucking go time. This is the last week, all hands on deck, and I don't want you to hustle your ass into the ground. That's why I said I want to marry these two sides together where part of it is the planning and part of and doing the work and pushing through. And the other part of it is the rest. Like take your time to spend time with family. If you're still with family, do that. But also what can you do today to move the needle forward? How can you take one extra step towards your goals today, towards any of them, right? And it's really important for us to see our goals through and keep going to the finish line because that's how we start to build self-confidence. If we set these goals and these aspirations and we start the month and we're like, okay, I'm building this habit and then we just drop the ball, we have less confidence in ourselves. We start to realize that we don't follow through with the things we say we're going to do and so you believe in yourself less. That's a really difficult energy to move into the new year with because think about it. If you went through to the finish line, so for me, that means like still 100% believing in my goals up until January 1st. If you see your goals through, you continue to put in that action, you're going to start to associate yourself as somebody who accomplishes things. You're going to associate yourself as somebody who consistently goes after her goals and believes in herself, you're going to identify as somebody who follows through with the things she says she's going to do. Therefore, when you make new goals, habits, whatever, moving forward, you're going to believe in them 10% more every single time. Because every month you're building more and more and more and more evidence in your favor. And sometimes you're going to do that and you're not going to hit the goal. And that's okay. Go at it again next month. Refine. We always get better. We always keep chugging along. You don't have to make it mean anything. You just keep going. But the point is, is that throughout the whole month, you didn't lose faith. You didn't drop the ball because it looked like it didn't happen. You didn't stop believing because it felt unrealistic. You didn't just like drop off the face of the earth because it was the 15th of the month and you weren't halfway there. This is so freaking important, and this is going to change everything about the person that you are in the next year, in the next month, even in the next week. You could check on this week to week because you're going to start to show up for yourself in a very, very different way when you notice this, and this is the week where you really make a difference. I I love Ed Milet. So I'm going to reference another thing that he teaches. Um, He has a great podcast. He also talks about separation season. December, you know, really the holidays starting with Thanksgiving is when people start to slow down because they're spending more time with family, which we love and it's a priority and it's important, of course. But a lot of people just like slow down their grind. They slow down their hustle. When you're with family, sometimes you throw your rituals out the window or it's just not a priority. So you're a bit inconsistent. You take action inconsistently because you're distracted and there's a lot going on, right? And my light calls this separation season because it's while everybody 
is kind of taking a chill pill and everyone's taking a step back, you can really take seven steps forward, right? Like you can spend time with your family and still take action towards your goals. You can take the weekend off of work and then hit it hard on Monday. You can take the weekend off of going to the gym and eat whatever you want, get back at the gym on Monday, right? Most people won't do that at this time of year. Another element to that is most people are waiting on the first of the year to start some of this shit. And I think that's so dumb. (laughs) I never, ever, ever set New Year's resolutions because I set goals every single month. Uh, and it's hard to make a new year's resolution because what, are you going to write your goals out for the whole year? And then like, and then they change, you change, priorities change. And so I really love to set like a vibe for the year. And we can talk about this in the Friday episode when I talk about like how I review and how I look forward to the next year, but I kind of just give a vibe or a word and then I have monthly goals, right? So I'll, And it's like a lot of people are just waiting till January 1st. And it's like, well, what about your December goals? What about if you do set New Year's resolutions? What about the resolutions you set last January? What did you want to accomplish this year? That's why I don't like resolutions because I feel like we set them in January and we forget about them after like four months. And I think that's so dumb Um, because, yeah, I just am a big believer on setting new intentions on the new moon every single new moon. So this is super rambly, but I'm just going to trust that you guys are getting something out of this that are like we needed an ass kicking around New Year's resolutions. I don't know. But the important piece is here that you need to keep going to the finish line and doing that for yourself, not even for the goal, not even for the thing you're going after for yourself, because you want to build this identity of being a person who follows through with the things they say they're going to do. That is one of the most powerful things I have learned this year. It changes everything about your confidence. And that was something that was really instilled in me from 75 hard when I, I did the whole year long 75 hard program, which is actually called live hard by Andy Frazella. And it's like, nobody cares about your excuses. I always say your excuses are boring and you just have to follow through with the things you say we're going to do. It really starts to take emotions out of it. You know, those days we're like, Oh, I don't feel like doing it, but you know, that action is what's aligned for you to hit those goals. So you have to get over yourself and then take that action. When you keep going to the finish line, you build that muscle in your mind so it's not a battle. Because those days where you're like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. It's so easy for us to be like, okay, well, I'll just watch Netflix and take a nap and do it later. And then you don't do it later. If you build that muscle over time where you actively choose the vision and you choose your goals and you choose to keep going to the finish line, Sooner or later, it's going to be very easy for you to just objectively look out what needs to be done, do it, and then have your rest, then have your family time, then have your Netflix and chill, whatever you want. This also supports your goals a lot more energetically because you look like a solid, a solid vibration for your goals to land on. So I think about the quantum field as like a football field. And when you want your desires to drop in from the quantum You want to be like standing on that yard line that your desire is on. So let's say like your desire for a brand new car is like on the 50 yard line. You want to stand there and be ready, right? Vibrationally. The car is not going to drop in if you're like jogging back and forth from the 20 to the 30 to the 50, back to the 40, down to the 10. 
to the end zone. Okay, back to the 50, right? You're all over the place. That is what the universe is getting from you when you are being really inconsistent, when you're dropping the ball, when you're giving up on your desires halfway through the month. It's like we want to be that solid solution where it feels safe for our desires to drop in. And the universe is never going to give us something that we can't handle, that we literally cannot vibrationally maintain. So it's your job to be consistent with these things, to see it through to the end, because that's how things start to drop in. When you become a solid ass bitch, that's when you get next level things. I hope that makes sense. So after all of that, (laughs) all of my rambling and lecturing, I want to give you guys my top three kind of like tips, hacks, steps, whatever, on how to stop dropping the ball on your desires and your goals once we reach the end of the month. These are the things that I personally do on a daily basis that keep me really focused. So the first one is going to be more of an energetic piece, but it's having the vision board for what you're manifesting. I love having um, a big vision board that's like big long-term vision, five years down the line, three years down the line, that kind of vibe. And then I like to have a more immediate one. So that could be one for just this year. That could be one for just that month. I think making monthly ones is really fun because it keeps the energy fresh, but having that around all of the time on your phone background, on your computer background. And I just make my vision boards with photos from Pinterest and Instagram, and I put them into Canva uh, and I collage them, whatever. I will save the exact same one typically for my computer and my phone. And I love this because every time you sit down to work at your computer, boom, it's popping up right in front of your face. And you're like, okay, great. This is what I'm focusing on. This is what I'm building. And it helps get your subconscious on board because every day you're looking at that, you're normalizing that this is what I'm working towards. This is the future I'm creating. It's not like a bunch of fun little dreams and ideas in my head. It's like, this is, this is what, why we're doing what we're doing, literally, right in front of you. This keeps me super focused and super clear on why I'm doing the things. Because if, of course, we have like weekly goals or like weekly tasks in our calendar and you have meetings and stuff, but if you're not connecting that back to the vision for that month, that year, the next five years, sometimes we feel a little bit discouraged or it starts to feel mundane, whatever. But really all of these action steps we're taking on a daily and weekly basis are super magical when we remind ourselves why the fuck we're doing them. (laughs) So always having your vision board front and center. I have it uh, all over my computer and I open that up when I'm doing my journaling in the morning. I love having it on my phone because we obviously look at our phones so many times per day. And I love having a printed one. I don't have a physical printed one in my apartment right now, but it's something I think I want to do at the beginning of the year, just like make an inspo wall would be really cute. But I've loved to do the physical ones before. I remember in my uh, college apartment in Lincoln, I had one that was right across from my bed. So I'd wake up in the morning and I would grab my phone off of my desk, turn off my alarm, and I would just instantly be met with this vision board on the wall because it was right where I would turn my head to grab my phone. I looked at that every single morning. I found a picture of that exact vision board a couple of weeks ago and every single thing on that vision board I have created. Like every single thing. And this is obviously like years later, but it's like, wow, of course. And in the creation of all of those, it felt so normal because I was looking at it every single day. So that's a huge thing uh, to keep going through the finish line, stop dropping the ball. It's like, you're not going to want to drop the ball when you're looking at 
when you're looking at the ball, when you're looking at the, the goal, the finish line every single day. Now, the second thing that is super helpful when it comes to not dropping the ball is specifically in the last week of the month when we might need more like focus and we want to be more strategic is I like to write down my seven priorities for the day. I'm pretty sure this is called the Ivy League method. I learned about it from the Skinny Confidential, Lauren, and you write down seven priorities for the day. And those are your top seven tasks. And for me, I have found a really fun split that has worked really well, where I write down three work priorities, three life priorities, and one self-care priority. So the self-care priority might be my morning ritual. The life ones might be, okay, I need to do laundry, I need to fold my towels, and I need to go charge my car. And then the work ones might be like podcast, post on Instagram, film a YouTube video, right? Like that helps you cover all bases of your life. And I love this mixture of work life and self-care because they're all equally important. And it reminds us that we can have it all and we don't have to just focus on the work grind and hustle. We don't have to just focus on the life stuff and feel like you're dropping the ball at work or just focus on the self-care and then feel like we got nothing done, right? It's the perfect mixture and it helps you see your goals through in all different areas. So another like life one for me might be personal training. So then there's me showing up for my fitness goals. A self-care one might be to take my vitamins if I had been a bit forgetful recently and I really needed to write that down to make it happen. So that's super helpful. So my tip number one is having your vision board in front of your face at all times. Second tip is have your seven priorities for the day. I literally write these down on paper so I can cross them off when they're finished. And remember, it's three for work, three for life, and one for self-care. But if you're not vibing with that, you can totally do whatever mixture you want. It's just I think the sweet spot of priorities for the day is seven um, in the studies that they were doing for this. My third and final tip for you guys, which is probably my favorite one too, is connecting with your spirit guides and your spirit team and asking for some insight, asking for some advice on what you can do in the physical realm to see your goals through. Now, I approach this in my journaling. So I might have done, I've probably done my shadow work for the day, I've cleared out my limiting beliefs, I've set my intentions for the day, whatever. At the very, very end of my journal session, I always ask, what would you have me do, right? And so when I say basically getting in touch with your spirit guides and your spirit team, it's not like this big meditation you have to do and you have to get in a hypnotic state and drink tea and, you know, whatever. It, it's literally just me after doing my journaling. I just write down, what would you have me do? And I trust that whatever comes through me, the downloads, the insight, the action steps I hear, I just trust that it's from my spirit team. And it's as simple as that. We don't have to make it a really complicated ritual. Your spirit guides are always there to help you and to give you the advice. You just have to ask. You just have to ask for help. And so I love this one because especially when we're nearing the end and maybe you do feel like I have no idea how this is going to be possible to see this goal through. I don't understand what I could possibly do to make this happen. And you ask, you're asking for guidance on miracles. And that's pretty magical and it's pretty exciting. And so I just ask, what would you have me do? And I trust the first three to six things to come up for me are exactly what I need to hear. And I want to tell you how this ties in with the seven priorities because you're like, whoa, we have the seven priorities and now we have this list of six other things. 
Um, if you are efficient and effective with your time and a lot of these tasks on your priority list aren't taking too long, you can totally do it all in one day. So how I would approach this is like maybe my self-care thing for the day is my morning ritual and journal session. So great. I wake up in the morning. I knock that out. At the end of my journal session, I ask, what would you have me do? I get my three to six downloads, whatever finish doing your priorities for the day and maybe you want to change them based off of the um, downloads that you got but finish your seven priorities and then add on those bonus like magical steps because sometimes they're just like fun and easy things I have done this journal prompt a million times before and a lot of times the downloads I get are like have a dance party make a silly tiktok scream into a pillow, like it'll just be some random stuff, but it all helps with the vibration of your desires and seeing your goals all the way through. So here we have the whole thing wrapped together. Our first tip has to do with energy and manifesting, right? We have our vision board right in front of us. Our second tip is more of the practical side of things. What are the seven priorities you need to see through to show up for your goals that day? And then our last part is our spiritual piece where we're asking our guides for some advice some guidance, action steps that we might not realize or might not consciously think of right away. And having them download that into our brains for us so we can move forward in alignment. That's what I have for you. Keep going. We have a whole week left. Keep going. Believe in yourself. Believe in your goals. Nobody can believe in you more than you. It's And they can, but it's not going to do anything for you, right? Like if you were to launch a YouTube channel and I believe in your YouTube channel more than you do, nothing's going to happen because like, I can't do your YouTube channel for you. (laughs) I mean, I could, but then it would be mine. Right? So you need to believe in yourself, show up for your goals. They're your goals and your desires for a reason. You're meant to have them. They're not meant to just sit in your journal, sit on your vision board. You're meant to experience them. I promise. And when we adapt to these uh, mindset principles and these action steps, and you really start to see things through and you stop dropping the ball, you're going to become a different version of yourself that you really respect and admire because you're continually showing up for yourself, following through with the things you say you're going to do. You're going to be a very solid human. Manifestations and desires are so attracted to that. It's such a magnetic energy for anybody, you know, like I don't know about you, but I love being around people who I feel like just have their shit together where they're like, they're on their gym grind, they're on their work grind, they eat healthy, like they have similar priorities to me. And it seems like, you know, it's never perfect, but it seems like they just have it down. Like they're so solid. I love that energy. I think it's something that we all kind of aspire to be in. So you're going to become that for yourself. You're going to be your biggest inspiration and that's really exciting. So I want you guys to use this throughout the rest of this week. Come back to this episode halfway through every month to give yourself that kick in the ass that you need and really honestly use these tips because this is stuff I do every single day to keep me focused and in line to create all my manifestations pretty magical. So if you love this episode, I would love if you shared on Instagram stories. I know your friends and family also need to hear this. And don't forget to give me a tag. I'm at the Michaela J. And don't forget, we have the next level content creation workshop this week. And the link to join is going to be in the show notes. I will talk to you later. Have a lovely week and go see those goals through. Bye.
Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.